Welcome. I'm Asa A, and this is The August Light, a podcast about my life as an actress and entrepreneur, which technically they're the same thing, but I digress. <laughs> Join me weekly for candid discussions about Black culture, growth, self-care, business, education, and a whole bunch of other sh- Oh, and I have a lot of amazing friends who'll be joining me in all my nonsense. There's no telling what will happen when the mic comes on, but I promise it'll be entertaining. So get comfy and enjoy the light, the August light. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the August light. So if you listened to last week's episode, you may remember me mentioning the phrase from a place of lack. If not, you should probably go listen again because that's what today's episode is all about. This week, I'm talking about what a lack mindset means, how it can affect the life we desire to live, and what we can do to navigate the pitfalls of lack mentality. I want to start by saying that operating from a place of lack or having a lack mindset isn't a death sentence or necessarily a bad thing. It all depends on how you think about it. See, a lack mindset or scarcity mindset is pretty simple in its definition as it refers to individuals that focus on the things they don't have rather than showing gratitude for what they do have. If you have a lack mindset, you tend to believe that opportunities, love, resources, relationships, or wealth are limited instead of endless. You may also spend a lot of time focusing on what you've lost instead of the good things that are in front of you. See what I did there? I wonder how many of you tried the goodness exercise from last week. But I'm not going to harp on that because focusing on the good around you is a personal journey that you have to decide to actively pursue for yourself. However, if you've decided that you want to have an abundant mindset and start to work on manifesting that fabulous life you've pictured, then you have to know if your current thinking is more abundant or lack. Remember, positivity begets more positivity. So take a second to reflect while I pose a few questions. When you have to spend a large amount of money on an unexpected expense, say $7,000 on a new roof for your house. Do you spend more time focusing on how much the repair is going to cost or on the fact that you have the money in your bank account to cover this expense without taking away from anything else? What about your dreams? If you're thinking about starting a business or pursuing acting or taking a new dance class, but you're in your 40s or 50s, do you limit the possibilities of your business or think you're too old to act or dance? Or do you see endless opportunities that excite you about your business or infinite dance moves that you've always wanted to try, or you visualize yourself on a TV screen? How do you deal with change or storms in your life? Do you embrace them or fear them? Do you find yourself not being able to focus on your success, and instead you're worried about the things you haven't done? Or do you simply feel like you're not enough for the agent you have, or that person that wants a romantic relationship with you? Do you feel like your friends and family should get a special discount when making a purchase from your business? If you found that you focused on the cost of the repair, limited the possibilities of your life, have a hard time dealing with change, complain about things in your life, worry about what you haven't achieved, have the urge to reduce the value of your product, or feel like you aren't enough or don't have enough of something in your life. Be careful. Those are the thoughts of an individual with a scarcity mindset. This kind of thinking teaches the universe that you don't believe you're worthy of the life you desire. It says, hey, Yeah, I know you gave me $7,000 for my roof, and even though all my bills are paid, my fridge is full, and there's gas in my car, that $7,000 wasn't enough. When you spend your time worrying about if you're doing everything right for that dream agent you landed, or that new boo you got, you're letting the universe know that you don't think you're as dope, incredible, or awesome as the universe thinks you are. Dope shit, or people, attract dope shit. Yeah, sometimes some crappy people get through, but that's when you tell the universe, 
nah, these ain't the type of people I want around me. And then focus on connecting with the type of people you want around. We have to spend time thinking about what our actions and thoughts communicate. And then once we understand that, we have to find a way to communicate our desires clearly. I can't count how many times I've spoken something into the universe and it showed up in a way that I didn't intend for it to show up. So I end up having to clarify what I wanted. Case in point, I've been trying to manifest having seven or eight auditions in a week for a minute now. And then one day, I finally realized that I have been getting that number of auditions between TV, film, commercials, and voiceover. But here's the thing. I really wanted seven or eight TV, film, and commercial auditions in a single week. And guess what happened last week? I had 10 auditions between TV, film, and commercials. And I made sure I confirmed to the universe that that's exactly what I wanted. I expressed gratitude for having more auditions than I desired. And I look forward to that being the norm for me. And of course, booking multiple roles or campaigns from those auditions. Keep in mind that it can take some time to recognize all of the scarcity habits you have and adjust them. But one sure way of triggering your scarcity mindset is by not getting paid your worth. It's often one of the easiest things to spot because our bank accounts are an instant reminder of how much money we have or don't have. But we have to remember to focus on the money we do have, even when our bank accounts are low. If your account isn't in the negative, celebrate that. Eventually, the money will come because you'll be working on the things that will increase your cash flow and the universe will see that you appreciate what you have at all levels of success, which means that over time, the house you desire will come, the dream vacations will come, the fancy dinners will come, the $10,000 charity donations will come, and everything you and I dream of doing with the money in our futures will come. Don't believe me? Take a second to look back over your life. You'll probably remember a point in time where you didn't have something that you have now. I know I can. In fact, all throughout college, I didn't have a dining room table. I'm sure y'all remember me telling y'all this in season two, I believe, The Gift of Goodbye. Those episodes had some gems. I better go back and listen. But let me focus. So I had a poker table from Walmart that was maybe 40 bucks that my mama bought when I moved into my first real apartment. This poker table served as my dining room set up until about three or four years ago. Yeah, it traveled from apartment to apartment and into my house and now serves as extra seating. But I remember I held on to it because I told myself that I didn't want an actual dining room set. But the truth was that I didn't want just any old dining room set. I knew the one I envisioned for myself was going to be expensive by some people's standards and was out of my college student budget. So I waited until I could afford a fancy dining room table and felt that I deserved it. I now have a six-foot solid wood table that seats six people between two captain chairs and four standard armless chairs. Now, I had to buy the table and chairs from different places, and it cost me somewhere in the neighborhood of $1,200 for everything, which I don't think is that much for a dining room set. Now, it may have taken me some time to finally purchase an actual dining room set, but it was worth it because I love seeing my family gather around the table when they come to visit. It helps me remember that those thoughts of scarcity are completely false. Because there are so many things that are in my life right now that I didn't have just a few years ago. It's so easy to appreciate what I have now when I think about where I started. I also understand how easy it is to get caught up in the things we don't have. Because not having something gives us something to work towards. However, I think we should remember that if you're always searching for something, you'll never be satisfied. We have to learn that the things we have are evidence of our current abundance and of our growth. Celebrate your blessings and your abundance. Once you fully understand how abundant you already are and trust that it will continue, then you'll start to move away from the lack mindset. This is the first step, celebrating the good. However, there are some other ways to work on a lack mindset. 
One thing I find really helpful is the act of negating scarcity comments and behaviors that occur in my presence. I do this by speaking from an abundance mindset. Let me give some context. So there was this post in one of my candle making groups about pricing, which is honestly a pretty common topic. But this particular post took a turn that I hadn't seen before. And it's a great example of how to stop buying into the lack mindset. So one of my vendors released a new product. It's a gift set comprised of small candles, right? So someone posted the question, what are you guys planning on charging for the gift sets? Y'all, this opened up a whole can of worms to the point that the comments were turned off. For the record, this is a difficult question to answer. Because some candle makers want to have Dollar Tree prices with Prada materials. It's also unlikely that two candle makers would use the exact same ingredients in the same quantities. So of course this means that people are going to give a variety of prices. And this is exactly what happened. The people with the scarcity mindset were charging Walmart and Dollar Tree prices. And the ones who understood the value of their products were on the higher end, aka the correct pricing in my opinion. Y'all, the supplier even chimed in and told people an ideal price for this item and emphasized that people need to stop selling themselves short. But some people think this is okay because they have a scarcity mindset and don't feel worthy of having people pay premium prices for their work. Anywho, the comments on this post got to the point where someone posted an image of a luxury brand's gift set with the price to give a better idea of why this gift set could retail for a higher price. Guess what? Their pricing was almost double the highest price suggested in the group. People went on and on about how crazy the rest of us were for charging our worth. And of course, I had to add my two cents because it's something that many people forget. If you don't know your worth, someone else is going to set it for you. And it probably won't be anywhere near what you're actually worth. Underpaying for quality will never go out of style. Moving away from a lack mindset to an abundance mindset needs to be a new trend. And it needs to be one that stays around. We have to get comfortable challenging people on their prices. And not just when we think their prices are too high. We also need to do this when their prices are too low. Engaging people in conversations when we see their actions are clearly from a place of lack is a great way to shift your mindset. And even if you don't say anything, acknowledging that something that has been said or done with scarcity adjacent is also progress. Now, I want to reiterate that lack mentality isn't always a bad thing. See, it depends on how you look at a situation, because sometimes when we focus on what we have and appreciate what we have, we end up missing out on our increase. Think of it this way. If you've got a seed in your hand, you have to plant it in the ground for it to grow and produce more seed, right? Otherwise, you're simply holding on to what you have, and there's no way you'll ever get more from that seed. You have to let go of what's in your hand so that it can produce a harvest. It's like the story I told about letting go of pennies at an old job so I can get more from a new job. But you're probably wondering, how can you possibly let go of the thing you know is real? The thing you can see, touch, feel, smell. How can you just let it go? Well, that's the hard part of trying to achieve an abundant mindset especially when you're used to not having things in your life. But you have to be willing to believe that more is possible. Even when the more isn't right in front of your face, you have to have faith, a willingness to dream, because that's what manifesting is. It's becoming so focused on believing that your dream is possible, that you're working on this thing day and night until it turns up in your life. An abundance mindset is just a different way of saying faith without works is dead. It's focusing on positivity, endless possibilities, and the understanding that if I stay focused on the good things while working to achieve the things I desire, then my mental and physical work will bear fruit. Faith is the same. You believe that God has the best intentions for your life, 
So you work to live a life that aligns with his will. Either way, the path to your best life is believing that it's possible. Sounds simple enough, right? Yeah, I think we know it ain't. Well, it looks like we've reached a part of the show where I get to have a little fun, share something interesting, or just do something I want to do. Let's call today's segment, Today Was a Good Day. This is part two of last week's segment, It's All Good. So this is going to be super simple. After starting my day with gratitude and then acknowledging three good things in my life, I set an intention for the day that outlines one or two things that if they should happen, means that I had a good day. For example, if I had an audition, I'd say something like, doing a good audition while having a heart of gratitude will make this a good day. Now, once you set an intention for a good day, Then decide what needs to happen for it to be a good day and say it out loud. All you have to do is decide what a good day looks like for you. So you can write your intentions down as well as make them into goals so that you can remember them later. But please just try one and see what happens with that one intention. Did the good thing happen or not? See if it helps you to refocus your thoughts when you start to think or behave from a place of lack. Until next time, be a light, an August light. Come back next week for another enlightening episode of The August Light. If you were entertained or inspired by today's show, tell someone about it. Keep listening, follow, or subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. Leave a review somewhere, anywhere, so others can find the light too. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the August underscore light for all the latest news.